Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. So let's see what God does today. We've been talking about the only way forward, and it's a series on wisdom. Somebody say wisdom. It's a series on wisdom, and there's lots of aspects of wisdom. There's lots of things you'll do if you're walking in wisdom, but all, it all boils down to this. I've heard the old-timers say it all boils down to this. It all comes down to this, and that is walking in the fear of God. Not terrified, frightened, I'm scared to death, anxious, depressive fear, panic. No, fear means respect in this aspect. Respecting and honoring and reverencing God. And this is so very important. And let me say this. The points I'm going to give you today... And we'll see if we get past point one. But the points I'm going to give you today, they're all about you and you being right and you having to deal with yourself and being healthy in your mind and healthy in your body and also your relationship with others and also your relationship with God. So you, others, and God. Someone say me, others, and God. Let's go to Mark eleven twenty two. And you say, man, is this a faith message? Well, everything is a faith message because if you obey God, then you're walking in faith, all right? When you obey God, you're walking in faith. And when you're walking in faith, you are in obedience to God. But this is going to tie into something else this morning. Someone say something else. Making sure you're awake today. Then Jesus said to the disciples, have faith in God. One translation says, have the faith of God. He says, I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen, but you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. You've got to pray according to God's will. But when you are praying, first forgive. Someone say forgive. Anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. Wow. Some translations add another sentence there that says, for if you don't forgive, your Heavenly Father will not forgive you. And I've been stewing in this and stewing on it and thinking about it for over a week now. And I, I talked to the Lord about it and I had thoughts thinking, well, forgiveness, you know, it, it's a silly thought. But I said, everybody forgives, right? Do we, need to, do we need another message on forgiveness? And I know this is a message on wisdom, but within the message, do I need to talk about forgiveness? And I could not shake it. I couldn't because did you know? That walking in unforgiveness can bring sickness on your body. Someone said years ago, much wiser than me, much more experienced than me, much more seasoned than me. Years ago, I heard someone say, walking in unforgiveness is like drinking poison and, and expecting someone else to get sick and die. I need you to hear me today because I truly believe this is for someone. And God is speaking in my heart right now and he's been speaking to me about this for a few days and yesterday and today especially but walking in unforgiveness is no joke now let's let's get into something i know people <laughs> i know people have hurt you listen closely those of you on the live stream those of you in the house i know people have disappointed you don't raise your hand but there are folks in here that you say man Mom and dad did a rotten job. They hurt me. They abused me. They, man, they almost did me in. I almost didn't make it. 
Some of you were sexually abused by relatives. Man, I am so sorry that I need to bring this up right now. Really don't need to apologize, but I'm just sorry for your heart. Because I know it hurts to bring up some of this, but I want you to know this comes from a place of love today, and I'm God's messenger for your heart and for your life today. And you need to forgive. Some of you say, man, but you don't understand, Pastor Matt. You had a dad at home. My dad was never around. He was never involved. And when I'd see him, he was hurtful. And when I'd see him, he would cuss. And when I'd see him, he was indifferent. And he'd blow me off and didn't care and never went to any of my games. My mom was hurtful. I, you don't know what it was like. I do know this, that Jesus wasn't kidding around when he said you need to forgive. You do not need sickness on your body. You don't need sickness in your mind. You don't need depression and anxiety. Unforgiveness does all kinds. It wreaks havoc with you. I've had seasons where I needed to forgive someone, and it was amazing. God wasn't talking to me about them directly. He was talking to, to me about me. And in one of those seasons, many years ago, over 20 years ago, one of the, man, it's part of my testimony. I was saved. I was a man of God already. I was youth pastor, and God told me, haven't I forgiven you of all your sins, and you can't let this little thing go? Every sin you've ever committed is personal to me. Every sin you commit, every sin that everyone commits, God told me this personally. It's personal to me, and you need to let this go. And it was almost like he was, it's almost like he was speaking in a high, high, high volume. He spoke directly to my heart. But it was like he was speaking to me on a loudspeaker. I will never forget that, and it changed my life. And God began to heal me. Whatever that is, would you turn the volume down on that? God began to heal me immediately in my heart. And I had other seasons. I had another season where I was struggling with unforgiveness towards someone. I decided to forgive, and I was getting terrible knee pains, almost like I was getting arthritis at a young age. And I will never forget this. I must have been, I was in my, my teens, my mid-teens. And I remember I forgave, and the next day the, the pain in my knees went away. So we're going to pray for healing here in a moment. And I was going to do it before this message, but I thought, you know what? I need to talk about forgiveness today if it's the only point I talk about. How many of you have ever been hurt to the point, and you can be honest today. I want you to be honest. I want you looking around. I want you to do it as giving honor to God in your honesty and your transparency. How many of you have ever been hurt to the point so deeply that you said, man, I don't know how to shake this off, even as a believer. Go ahead and raise your hand. Go ahead. There's a lot of you out there, huh? You said, man, this was so deep. This cut me so deeply. I don't know how I'm ever going to get through this. And the beauty of God's word is it's, it's coated in healing virtue. The beauty of God's word is it's the balm of Gilead like Jesus. It's the balm that soothes you. You ever itched? Or had a wound and you put on lotion or whatever else it is that you put on some kind of salve and it started to heal it. Anybody ever had chicken pox and ever had to put on, what's that called, calamine, caladrill? I remember being a kindergartner and man, I got chicken pox good. I looked in the mirror the other day and I have a chicken pox scar right under my nose and above my lip. <clears throat> Seems like kindergarten, I got everything that year. I got pink eye, I got chicken pox. And I'll never forget how good or how bad I got chicken pox. I got, them, I got the bumps between my fingers, between my toes, 
here I was, a little boy. I remember being in bed in mom and dad's bed and touching the bottom of my feet, and I had chicken pox on the bottom of my feet. Like, felt like pimples. And I have a weird fascination with bumps, so I just, I remember I was a little boy in bed going, rubbing the bottom of my feet. Oh, but I would itch, and mom would say, baby. She'd say, babe, don't scratch or you're going to make scars. And I'd take baths, and I don't know if they put something special in the bath, but I remember that caladrill, which has calamine in it. I guess calamine is the, the herb or whatever that is. I don't know much about it, but it would help with the itching. And I'm going to tell you right now, God's Word is the pain medicine. But the good thing about His pain medicine, you see, modern life, we've learned this about the medical field, many times they don't deal with the root issue. And that's no disrespect to the medical field. They're doing their best. But many times they just deal with symptoms. The beauty of God's Word is it heals from the inside out. You've just got to start somewhere with Him. It doesn't just take away the pain and say, well, I'm going to get into God's Word and the pain, it's going to go away, but I still haven't forgiven anyone. No, it, it heals from the inside out if you let it. God's Word is deep, it's profound, it's powerful, and it will heal you and cleanse you from the inside out if you will let it. Let's go to Colossians 3.13. Look at this. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must what? Forgive others. Some of you already know this story, but it's one of my favorite stories about forgiveness because I respect this woman of God. She's tough as boot leather, and she's got a voice to match. That's Joyce Meyer. Tough voice. Some people can't handle her voice. She, she said growing up she didn't like her voice, but her voice has been broadcast all over the world in hundreds, I mean, probably, probably dozens and dozens, dozens of languages. I don't know about hundreds, but probably. But she was sexually abused by her father for years, and she forgave him, and at some point she moved her dad into her house with her family and her husband to care for him as he was aging and he was preparing to die. Can you imagine the forgiveness there? That story just blows me away. Let me just tell you this right now. This is a side note, but it's directly related to this. It really is. Is no one is worth me going to hell over. No one. Not you. Not anybody. Say, man, but they did this awful thing. Well, I'm going to forgive them and move on and let God deal with them. You untie God's hands when you forgive. Did you know that? I really believe that. It is such a step of faith to say, you know what, Lord? I am not going to hold on to this anymore. I'm not. I feel like this is getting to someone this morning. I don't know who it is, but I feel like there's several in here. You needed to hear this, this message this morning. Because remember, what you sow is what you reap. Look at Luke 6.37. It's right before one of our favorite finance verses. You know, given you shall receive. But look at this. Jesus says, do not judge others and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others or it will all come back against you. Forgive others and you will be what? Forgive and you will be forgiven. I don't know why as, as humans, as believers, many times we forget that we were forgiven. Many times we as believers just say, yeah, I want forgiveness, but then... This is, in essence, what we're saying. I want forgiveness, but man, God's got to, mm, I, I pray judgment on them. I'm not going to forgive them. Uh -uh. I want forgiveness, but I'm not going to forgive that person. It almost sounds too simple. 
Everything takes practice. And I'm going to tell you this morning, dear brothers and sisters, you make forgiveness a habit. It's, it's wisdom, but it's so much more than that. It is wise to forgive. It is the way of wisdom to walk in forgiveness. Let's put that up there. Let's just put that point so you can look at it. Point one today, and I may just stay here the rest of the service. We'll see what happens. Forgiveness. Someone say forgiveness. I wasn't planning on it this way, but wow, here we are. Let's deal with it. I'm not going to leave it alone because I'm not going to leave you alone, and there's somebody in here that needs to forgive. Why? For your physical, mental, and emotional health? That's you. For your relationships with others? Did you know when you're unforgiving and bitter, you have a hard time not only in that relationship with the person you need to forgive, but did you know unforgiveness is like poison? It filters into other areas of our lives. If you're walking in unforgiveness, it becomes a root of bitterness after a while. And Scripture says a root of bitterness, if you allow it, it springs up and it defiles many. You ever been around someone who's so bitter and so unforgiving that, man, they, it's like they hate everybody? I've asked people before, people that were impossible to deal with and mean and loud and angry and bitter, and I've asked them, and it's shocking to them, and I've asked, Who's, who was it that hurt you? Who hurt you for heaven's sake? And they may not tell, tell you every time, but it makes them think about it at least. Who do you need to forgive for heaven's sake? So once again, forgiveness, selfishly, I'm gonna, let me just say this, it's for me, really. It starts with me. Yes, it's my relationship with others and with God, but it starts off with you and me. I need forgiveness. I need to walk in it. Let's read Luke 6.37 again. Luke 6.37. We make judgments every day, and there's a type of righteous judgment. Jesus said, look beneath the surface to judge correctly. This is talking about just judging people without knowing the facts, without having taking any good thought without hearing from God. Do not judge others and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others or it will all come back against you. Forgive others and you will be forgiven. Who do you need to forgive this morning? Let's go to Ephesians 4.32. Ephesians 4.32. Hmm, God's, God's changing this up. I can just feel it in my spirit today. Look at what the apostle says to the church at Ephesus. He says, instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. On the count of three, I want everyone to read this verse with me. It's right there on the screen. One, two, three. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. This is the way God set it up. I can't explain it all, but I do know this. When you walk in unforgiveness, it plagues your body physically. People have had bouts of anxiety and depression and all kinds of dark seasons because they refuse to forgive. People have had different sicknesses because they refuse to forgive. And today I was planning on doing this Anyway, been talking to pastor about it, and that's laying hands on the sick. But let's start with this today. We're going to do something a little different today. Right with everybody looking, I want everybody to go ahead and stand to your feet, if you would, please. And if there is anyone in this house, would you get the lights for me, if you would, please? If there is anyone in this house... 
And this is between you and God. I'm just facilitating this. This is between you and God, dear brothers and sisters. But if there's anyone in this house who says, you know what? It's high time that I forgave. I'm not going to beg you. You know who you are. And there's several in here. If that's you this morning, come to this altar and face me. I'm going to pray with you today. It's time to forgive. You say, man, I got to forgive. You can't blame people anymore. It's time for you to forgive. Come on up here. I didn't know who it would be, but wow, here's the response. God is speaking to you. Oh, and that blows me away because he knew. Come on up. Come on up a little closer. I won't bite you, and if I do, I've, well, I got all my shots when I was a kid. I'm not getting any more. Come on up. All right. What we're going to do is I'm going to pray and agree with you, and everybody in here is going to agree. And this is the first altar call, and that is to forgive. Now, let me say this before we pray together. I know somebody hurt you. Doesn't take a genius or a prophet. Men and women of God, y'all been through some stuff. But now is your time to finally forgive and to be free. Now is the time to walk in newness of heart. I can go ahead and say, man, I, I, I think everybody that's come up here is a believer. Have you all, everyone at this altar, have you confessed Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Everyone up here? All of you? Yep, you have? Wow, look at that. Imagine what the world's dealing with. Here you are, believers, and you say, man, I've struggled with this, and there's no shame in it. But it's why Jesus and the Apostle Paul in Scripture talks about it so much. We've got to walk in forgiveness. We've got to. I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes up here at the front. You can do the same out in the audience, and you can raise your hand to the Lord. Go ahead up here. Raise your hand. Go ahead. Go ahead. Everybody in the house. Go ahead. Now I want you to tell the Lord you're sorry for harboring unforgiveness right now. That's between you and God. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just whisper to him. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I'm sorry. Just tell him right now. Come on. Come on. Just tell him. I'm so sorry. Focus on this. No talking. Don't be distracted. This is a holy moment. You focus on Jesus right now. Just tell the Lord, Lord, I'm so sorry. Lord, I am so sorry. And I want you to say this, everybody. Say, I forgive. And you can whisper their name. You can whisper whoever they are to you. But no one has to hear it. You say, Lord, I forgive Dad. I forgive Mom. I forgive my aunt. I forgive my spouse, my ex. I forgive my kids. I forgive whoever it is. I forgive my boss. They humiliated me. I forgive. I forgive. Lord, we're sorry for harboring unforgiveness right now. Cleanse our hearts and we forgive, Lord God. We forgive. We forgive. In Jesus' name, we forgive right now. And it's done. God, you're doing a new work in us. We forgive and we walk in forgiveness and newness of life heavenly father in the name of jesus i believe there's even a few up here you've had 
illnesses and ailments in your bodies. And because you're forgiving now, you will be healed. You will be healed now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. Now I want you to listen very carefully. Those of you that have come to the altar, this is a great move of courage. You are welcome to go back to your seats if you don't need any healing in your body. If you need healing in your body, please stay up here. Those of you who say, no, I'm receiving healing in my body already, you can go ahead and return to your seats. But if there are folks that need healing in their body, you stay up here. And if there's anyone else in the crowd who says, I need healing in my body today, would you please come up? I'm going to pray with you. We're going to agree, me and Pastor Jen, Pastor John, Pastor Fabian. If you need healing in your physical body today, come on up here. And we're going to agree. In Jesus' name, we are going to agree. All right, good. Good. Thank you. I got it. Perfect. Thank you. Mm. In Jesus' name. Go ahead and raise your hands out in the audience. Continue to pray. We're going to agree right now. Healing. Healing, my God. Healing is your will. She's a believer. She loves you. She's a woman of God. She's in discipleship mode now. She's making the comeback of her life, God. It's something new. It's something fresh. And she is healed from the top of her head to the crown of her feet right now. We agree in Jesus' name. You are healed. I speak an overhaul over you, man of God. You've had different ailments. You've overcome. And here you are. They told you years ago, you may not make it, but here you are. And you are healed. You are healed. You are healed. There's no cancer in your body. All the good cells are eating up the bad cells. Everything else with your body, all your organs are functioning in the proper way. And Lord, I thank you that this man will not go to heaven until he is done and satisfied with life. In the name of Jesus, he is healed right now. In Jesus' name. Yes, we agree. We agree. Right now. In the name of Jesus. You are healed, sis. You are healed. We agree. We agree today. Healed. In Jesus' name. Healing. Healing. Yes, God. Yes, my God. Healed. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Mm, thank you, Father. Thank you for your faithfulness, God. Thank you for your faithfulness, God. In Jesus' name. Before the lights come on, is there anyone in here at your seats? You say, man, Pastor Matt, I am praying for someone. It's been a long, hard road. I'm praying for them to accept Jesus, that they've been impossible. Would you raise your hand? We're going to agree with you right now for those that need to accept Jesus in your lives. Say, man, they have been an impossible case. Well, it's not up to you, praise God. It's up to God, and he knows how to get to people. And we're going to agree right now. Let's, all, let's agree all over this house for those folks in our lives that we're praying for to accept Jesus. In Jesus' name, Father, the responsibility is yours, not ours. And we turn over this person to you, God. We're not going to worry about them anymore. We give them to you. Lord, you deal with them as you see fit. You save them, God. You save them, God. We believe today. And we thank you because you're working in their life and in their lives. 
and we honor you and we worship you and we give you all the glory. We thank you, Father God.